now I want Raising Cane's. It's Radio Free Tote Bag, and I'm Audrey. I'm Donovan. I caught that, too. That sounds really good. Oh, my God. I could smash. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Holding up for the camera. His refreshing beverage is our guest this week. It's Garrett Geilenfeld. Hey, everybody. I'm Garrett. Garrett. He's Garrett, and he and I have known each other longer than I have known Donovan. Since, like, 02-ish? Thereabouts, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. How dare you? <laughs> Not I'll say that up top. Uh, um, two decades plus with Audrey and I, yeah. That's right. Uh, we are compadres from the Renaissance Festival, the Ohio Renaissance yeah. Festival. Proud we're, alum. Yeah, where I learned improv comedy partially from you. I remember I helped, you teaching shit. I helped shit. a little bit with some of that, yeah. 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 It's good shit. I pretend you didn't know what I knew back then. <laughs> Do you know what you know now? I know more, but not a lot. <laughs> uh, do you want to tell the folks uh, why you're here? What you're what you're working on? Yeah, I'm a, I'm going to plug a uh, a physical location. I'm not mm. a member of a podcast, uh, but I am a a uh, instructor, owner, participant in an improvisational comedy theater in Dayton, Ohio, the Dayton Black Box Improv Theater, and we're trying to reopen out of COVID here in a couple of weeks. October 1st will be the opening day, but we will remain open, uh, hopefully a long time, because we signed a five-year lease. <laughs> Congrats, though. You're going to be, uh, be able to reopen again. God yeah, damn. yeah. I mean, we've got to take a lot of precautions and it, it seems that, that most live shows are doing uh, uh, vaccination or, you know, proof of a yeah. test, stuff like that. So we're, we're, we're going pretty conservatively there because we got we to gotta protect people. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I'm very excited. Coming up. Coming up first of next month. Fuck yeah. What's the, what's the first show? What's the what's the big uh, opener? We will do uh, the opening weekend will just be a Friday and Saturday, but uh, we're going to look to do shows Wednesday through Saturday. So Friday, Saturday is a, a two show lineup. The first hour will be some long form improv based off of some kind of premise, a story, an interview, something like that. And then the second half uh, is, is we call it AI and an actor reads a scene and there are two improvisers on stage with them that don't know this scene. So the actor's just going to do their scripted part and the other two aren't going to know what the hell is going on. Uh, and that's that can be really fun. Yeah. So it's uh, as an improviser, it's an exercise in justification. Uh, as an audience member, you're just along for the ride. And then the following day, uh, uh, Saturday, eight and nine o'clock shows, eight o'clock will be very similar to the first half of, of Friday, just with a different crew of people, uh, some sort of premise-based long-form improv. And then the second half will be uh, our Dayton legal show where – uh, a member of the staff who is a uh, assistant county prosecutor will be the judge and <laughs> present a trial. And then improvisers who are not lawyers will try the case um, <laughs> with other improvisers stepping in as, as created witnesses or, or what have you. Uh, oh and then God. at the end, the audience by a round of applause will select the case, you know, just, just how justice should work uh, by applause. <laughs> so that is that. That'll happen. Uh, uh, yeah, those are a couple of the formats we've got. We're working on some other yeah. stuff. I was talking to somebody the other night. I cannot remember who it was. We were talking about how insane the criminal justice system is because you have you have one person that really, really knows the rules, right? And then you have two people representing each side that know the rules really, really well. And then you have 12 idiots who don't know fucking anything who actually decide the outcome? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> this is what and we decided just, on? It's not just the old guys that don't work anymore like it used to be. Now right. it's liter literally anybody who can't get out of it. Yeah. Plus, yeah. plus, everybody wants to get the fuck out of there as soon as possible then. And like, I, what is it? The tiny bit of compensation you get is like a lunch's worth or something sure. for yeah. several days. That doesn't seem good. No. If I was in there, I'd be like, oh, I don't fucking care, man. Whichever gets us out quick enough. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Justice. I've been, if, I ever get justice. Pulled, <laughs> if I ever get pulled for jury duty, I've decided that I'm just going to tell him, like, I have no respect for the criminal justice system, so you probably don't want me as a as a uh, juror. I wonder if that would get me held in contempt, though. Uh, didn't uh, the creator of The Wire, David Simon, would talk about uh, how um, oh, there was a mo movement that jurists could take basically stating, we know he's guilty, but we're not going to we're not going to go that way. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I forget what he called it. The old switcheroo. 
That was it. <laughs> That's what they call it. <laughs> so yeah. Uh this is of course a relationship advice program as you may have defined uh uh based on the content up till now. And uh Garrett, we must ask you our traditional guest question. Uh what is your most embarrassing dating or relationship experience? Most is is a real tough superlative. So we're going to go with <laughs> one I recently uh remember. Okay. Um <laughs> That's embarrassing, hopefully, for me and not for anyone else involved. Um, so uh, I have uh, I've been single most of my adult life. You know, like I'll be in a relationship for a couple of years and then I'll be single for, you know, twice that. It's so, you know, yeah. uh, four or five years, you know, playing on the apps, meeting somebody and then you meet someone that lasts a little while and then you're back out there with the sharks again. So uh, I recently wandered. Well, recently, it's in the last year, uh, six months or so. Uh, wandered onto the Facebook dating app, which is exactly what you're going to fear. Oh, yeah. Uh, There's a so Facebook dating app? Oh, there yeah. is. There is. And it's uh, it's an easy way to match with a ton of people you're never going to want to talk to again. So, uh, <laughs> like me. Given that intro, I was on that app and matched with someone and was like, they look vaguely familiar, but you see a lot of faces, you know, across assorted dating apps, you know. Uh, so right. I just. Yeah, I was chatting this girl up and she said, uh, you know, I don't know that uh, I'd, I'd ever date anyone off here anyway. And I was like, well, you know, trying to be charming, like, well, I mean, you give me a chance. Maybe I'm the one. And she's like, uh, didn't I think we tried that already once. And I was like, oh, oh no. Oh. She's like, uh, I think we tried that, but I don't remember much. So she was like given an out. And I was like, I'm a little fuzzy, too. Uh, but, you know, if you wanted to try going out again, uh, and she's like. <laughs> Uh, we went for Indian, I think. Maybe, maybe I went out twice. I gave you a hand job and you disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I like to think it was like a cloud of smoke, and as soon as she yes, was done, exactly. I was gone. <laughs> uh, poof! The semen genie disappears. Yeah. Uh, so I don't remember this at all. No recollection. And that that stands out because that means it wasn't the best time or the worst time. Sure, yeah. sure. And I had to be like, oh, my response to it was like, well, I do like to go out to India and that tracks. Like, <laughs> Indian I, food, hand jobs. Yeah, that sounds like me. But I then like I'm like, things. I don't remember like an Indian restaurant parking lot. I don't remember like. I don't I, uh, so <laughs> I could be maybe she's thinking of someone else but maybe I mean it it was I definitely took that girl to Indian food and she <laughs> definitely thinks something happened I uh, think I think at some point you will have to nut while smelling garam masala or something sure, like that yeah, and yeah, maybe yeah. that'll create it's, a it's sense of independent memory yeah <laughs> yes. yeah that's what it was like, get, that's the other thing is I I like gorge myself in Indian food I would not have been game for a lot after eating Indian <laughs> yeah you probably oh, yeah, right Howard Johnson and, tracks and for I sure got, yeah uh, she's, she's from Cincinnati so I don't think like we ended. I don't know. I don't remember going to anyone's house for any of that business either. For sure. Uh, I don't. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. That's uh, me being a, a jackass about someone doing a really nice thing for me. That's fucking incredible. That beautiful. Yes. <laughs> I've had kind of similar, like now full on to this level, but similar with the apps where you'll come across the same people, and I've completely forgotten that I've talked to them. And then you back and forth for a bit, and you're like, and oh, you're like, oh, oh this is familiar, second, and I didn't shit. like yeah. it before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this did not work before. Yeah. Uh, I love it when you run into people from your everyday, like people you work with, for example. Yeah. You run into them yeah. on the Tinder, and you have this moment where you're like, do I swipe right just to see? Do I do this? You don't do this. You simply cannot. But I mean, you have that but moment. But you're both agreeing that you've seen each other, right? So, Right, yeah, and that... So, like, if there is, then the next time you see each other at work, you just kind of go, just give, me, hey. give each other the eye hey. and see what's going on. You so walk if, up to them and you just kind of wave your hand to the right. And you're like, huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm swiping. <laughs> Remember this? We did this. Uh. Well, folks, what do you say that we move on to the segment of the show that usually Donovan introduces? So I'm going to let him do that now. Oh shit! Yeah, and in my uh, my favorite fashion, 
I'm going to take a really long time to get to the part of the drop where I say the words that bring in the segment, because I forgot to mention I am tremendously hungover today. Oh, yeah. Do you want to talk about the weekend? Oh, I went to Pitchfork Music Festival. It was very dusty. I got to see Danny Brown. Finally, that fucking rolled. Yeah. Uh, What's the theme or draw for Pitchfork? Hipster shit, I guess. A bunch of dudes who look like me. <laughs> no, it's a funhouse mirror at Donovan's. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, all dinos. Uh, no, it's very good. I got to like dance and shit, but yeah, I went way too hard for three days in a row. Uh, but you know what's not hard? It introduce the question box. It's the question box. <laughs> Asking all them questions, why you asking all them questions, making statements, uh, asking all them questions, asking all them questions, why you asking all them questions, making statements, uh, it's the question box, believe it or not, I got there. I took the scenic route to get us there, folks, but we're here. Everyone's favorite part of the show where you, the listener, can send your questions into us. And we'll do our best to answer them. If you're new to the show or have forgotten, you can find a link to the question box in our social media at RFTB Pod on Twitter, at Radio Free Topeg on Instagram, something on Facebook. I don't know. Nothing else is called this. Uh, but it's anonymous, and you just kind of drop your question in there. You send it in, and we read them. And uh, Audrey, what do we uh, what do we got first this week? I want to get to this one first uh, because it's very important to me that we get this update. Hey, Audrey and Donovan. Misspelled Who? Donovan. You used an M instead of Who an the... N on Donovan. I think I met Donovan at the festival, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you may remember the woman who had the boyfriend with the sword collection. Just wanted to give you an update. We compromised, and I allowed four swords in the apartment. One to be displayed in our living room, the rest in the closet. The reason is that the shadow box idea got him really motivated to put together a rotating exhibit of, of a sword along with some culturally related items in a display case. He swaps them out periodically, usually before we have a party, so he has something new to discuss with his friends. His passion for it is kind of infectious because it turns out he's incredibly knowledgeable. Uh, I accidentally cut off some of that question when I Why? put it in there. Here, Why would on. you do this to hold me? Hold on, hold on, and it's fixed. My legs have been cut out from under me. Uh, he's knowledgeable about both history and culture when it comes to warfare. The rest of the swords are back with his parents, and our relationship is stronger than ever. Thanks, buds. Let's yeah. That's a victory. An epic dub for the first question of the day. Uh, I fucking love to see this. We've yeah. had a few moments where, like, we'll hear back from a listener, like, hey, your advice helped me get out of, like, a bad relationship. And uh, I treasure all of uh, all of those times. And this is a new one to, to add to the collection. Maybe I get a shadow box going of some of our favorite questions. <laughs> That's an idea. And rotate them through when you entertain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, this because you got to you got to tell a story when your friends come over. Keep the rest of them in the closet. Yeah, totally. That person was so like that was a, a, a wonderful compromise. Uh, that I think plays to both of their needs in that space. Yeah, for sure. We had and, we had to arrive at a synthesis to to get the answer to that question because both Liam and Donovan were very sword negative when the question first so arrived. So Audrey and I are Rennies. Yes, we're, we're pretty sword positive. Uh, yeah, you might own some stage weaponry. You might have something that ke keeps an edge for home defense. Yeah, I yeah. I describe us as uh, sword Americans. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very uh, i'm loving too that like because the question initially right you got to imagine this partner is sick of all the goddamn swords you're just surrounded by it uh get the frustration with the decoration elements i like that this is like kind of turned them on to appreciating the partner's interest now because the partner is like excited about these specific ones and doing the, the setup of them and stuff I have that same thing where, like, if somebody's very excited talking about something, even if it's not something I'm particularly into, that always just makes me very happy. Yeah, and yeah. I appreciate your thing. partner's passion. Yeah. Yeah. Which is my near alliteration. <laughs> partner's passion. Well, thank you for... thank. Oh, yeah, shoot. Two P's in that one, too. 
Thank you for sending this update, though. Like yeah. I said, we're, we're fucking stoked when we uh, hear something worked out well. And uh, good on y'all for, for fucking coming to compromise and doing the good relationship thing. That That is rad. Nice work, folks. Good job. All right. Here's what else we got. God, I'm still I'm still getting just dust coming out of my out of my nose. All those pitchforks. <laughs> so many pitchforks. <laughs> okay, here it is. Got into a sexting a situation ship with a guy for a bit. We never decided to do a meetup, but randomly bumped into each other at a bar weeks later. Hit it off, hooked up, etc. I've been pretty clear I'm looking for casual sex which seems on par with what he wants too. But dude won't hit me up for IRL hangs. It's always me making the effort. When I stop, he messages me cute things, plus photos, plus sexy stuff, but never initiates another hang slash hookup. Is this textbook fuckboy behavior and I'm just V out of it? We could just be having fun sex. Confused! Two exclamation points. I feel like some people just aren't initiators. Like, yeah, some people just don't hit up for the hang. They just, you know, they're I, used I'm like to being chased, and uh, that's the dynamic <laughs> they understand and are comfortable with. Yeah, and like, I know when I'm being chased by someone who's got any interest, I fucking run. Uh, <laughs> I'm used to chasing persistently, <laughs> eagerly, and unfortunately. <laughs> It can be sw- it's strange when, like, it, it switches like that, or, like, after kind of uh, initial hookup with somebody, like, the what do we do next? Because if it's a casual thing, maybe you don't want to be pushing it too much in, like, a, we're going on dates kind of direction. Uh, but I also feel what Andrew is saying, where, I don't know, possibly just this person isn't the biggest, like, plan maker. I I have a little bit of this. Sometimes I'll kind of go quiet for, like, a week if I got other stuff going on. Or if I'm in, like, an anxious place. You never know. I guess what I'm getting at is, like, uh, I don't know if this is necessarily, like, a a bad sign or anything. And if if you're, like, sincerely just looking for casual stuff, they're being very casual. For yeah. sure. <laughs> uh, they've nailed casual. You're looking for something a little more than that. This guy's uh, a pair of jorts yeah. and a band t-shirt, folks. He's casual as hell. Uh, I think this is kind of perfect for you, actually, because you get to hit him up at your leisure. Like, he'll just he'll send you cute, fun shit. Yeah, whatever. reframe it. Yeah. But whenever you're looking to receive some, is it? I don't know if it's premium penis or not. Uh, but you know, whatever degree of penis this person is serving, you have that it on tap. Happened, and there's a pursuit after suggests. Yeah, good times were had. Uh, but also, don't be afraid to ask for what you want because that's how you get it. Sure, for sure. That's true too. I mean, maybe that's something. Like maybe next time you see each other, you could just kind of be like. If you ever like want to do something, like feel free to hit me up and or, suggest it. You know, or you know, make a plan and uh, you know, do a thing before you do the thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's how but our I mean, as fathers did it. As long as the all com- four of them. <laughs> <laughs> as long as the communication is is pretty good here, though, and like you're happy with this situation, I, I don't think this is too. Uh, I don't think this is too big of a thing. What, Just tell them to hit you up more. Yeah. What is fuckboy behavior? They said that they were concerned that this is fuckboy behavior. I do not think this is it. Yeah, fuckboy strikes me more as like, oh, you're going to hook up and then they're never going to text you yeah. except for like maybe asking for nudes. Agreed. And then they're going to drunkenly yes. hit you up. Where yeah. it sounds like this dude's just kind of, you're doing the normal flirty messaging and he's also not hitting you up. And, <laughs> yeah. and maybe they there's more going on there in his life and maybe that's someone else. But you know, really? if, if you gotta ask a couple questions, uh, that's what the fucking question box is for. Yeah. <laughs> Get their ass. Put on your cool flappy Sherlock Holmes hask hat. Hask. Flask. What the fuck? You were thinking flask. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> put that, put that hat on 
and get out your uh, magnifying glass and uh, begin a little investigation here. Uh, but again, like if if stuff's working out with this, it seems all right with me. Yeah, I think you're in a good spot. Good luck out there. Uh, and I hope you do have more fun sex uh, instead of just getting cute pics. It's true. Hey, guys. Hi. How can I hold a relationship when I constantly feel butterflies and sick to my stomach around my SO? Ooh. So this is already somebody who's an SO and they're trying to maintain a relationship, but they still got the butterflies? This makes me feel... I I fucking identify with this, or at Mm. least past me in some relationships. You ever get in one where, like, you're very fucking intensely into the person? Yeah. If you're somebody with anxiety, sometimes you're like, oh, it's that pit of your stomach. I love this person so much. What if something, what if we break up? What if something bad happens? And it's kind of like thinking too much about what could go wrong. In my experience, what is what was causing a lot of this? Uh, But that's my read. Like, what what do you all think on? I constantly feel butterflies and sick to my stomach. That sounds like anxiety to me. Yeah, yeah. No, it, I wish we knew more about the history so we knew how long this significant other was there. Because mm-hmm. it's this new relationship energy that's just continuing to bubble over uh, or never faded if you're, you know, that fortunate. Or is it uh, just, yeah, just crippling anxiety? I mean, we all have insecurities. <laughs> Uh, ideally your partner helps like once you voice those insecurities you kind of take some of the power away from them so just they, tell them i'm still nervous about us and then they reassure yeah. you and you get uh, to cuddle up and have fun yeah yeah that seems good plus i think if you communicate like that butterflies feeling if you tell me somebody like oh, i like you so much it's making me feel kind of nervous that's that's like a pretty good thing to hear yeah <laughs> yeah it's a nice ego stroke yeah. yeah, I think this means very good things. Like I, I read this question and was like, was OK. Yeah. So you feel this like level of uh, of emotional discomfort, but that indicates bigger things that you're like you're into this person very much, which I'm excited for you for. Like, I think this is ultimately a positive. For sure. I just if it is like an anxiety thing here and like I was getting at the right thing with uh I don't know, maybe worrying about, oh, how could this end? I like this person so much. Yeah. Like that kind of thing can put a lot of pressure on you and obviously not feel good, you know, and it can make it kind of hard to go through the relationship normally if you're like second guessing things and all that. And especially yeah. with something good like this, that can become kind of a self-sabotage thing by accident. Right, right. At the very least, you're going to give yourself an ulcer or diarrhea and <laughs> no one wants that. No. <laughs> Not at all. We are a very anti-ulcers and diarrhea podcast here on Radio Free Topag, folks. What hooked me, guys? <laughs> so I got into it. Finally, someone with the same views as me. <laughs> uh, but with with that kind of thing, like the rumination stuff and all of that, I, I don't know. I, I'm going to be rehashing shit I keep fucking talking about because I've been working on this recently. But it's just, I, I think, like uh, Garrett was saying, getting it out there is going to take some of that weight off and keep you from sticking your head with it a little too much. Um, but I think also just kind of looking at this is like what Audrey was saying. Yeah, this is this is objectively good. You feel like really good about this person, really drawn to this person. Uh, so just do your best not to get into those thought spirals and not second guessing yourself. Uh, yeah. Because you deserve to feel like that. Oh, that's such a sweet thing to say. You deserve. We love the like people. That. We love them. What else do we love? Do we love another question from the question box? We sure do, Audrey. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> Let's see. Here's what we have now. What's the protocol for posting about the person you're dating? How long should you date them before tagging them in your stories? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. This uh, I I feel mm. like this has an objective number. I feel like normally I'm not, I'm against like this many dates and you do this. Yeah. But I think you have to go out a minimum of 5 times before you can At you know least. I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, because if you're tagging them then you're already like Facebook official or whatever that, you know, Instagram 
pals or however any of that works. So you're going to blow up their social media too, potentially. Yeah. And not everyone loves that. Uh, yeah. Like right. I was going to say like four months, maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe that's sure. my personal hangups. Uh, but yeah, I would, uh, or just again, fucking ask them. Let's, let's stop <laughs> pretending uh, we can mind read and just ask people, is it cool if I post tag you in this? Or conversely tag them, and then they're going to be like, I didn't appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> which is the less healthy way of doing it. Yeah, maybe don't do this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you got a couple of options. Doesn't it sort of depend on what the tag is? If it's sure. like, say, yeah, say for too. example, it's like uh, a picture of two uh, glasses of beer on a bar. Take a picture of that. Be like, out with my buddy, having a good time. Uh, if it's you two putting a smooch on the cheek of the other, that's a whole different fucking yeah. story. Or if you're going ring shopping alone and tagging them in your <laughs> post, probably crossing a line. At gal, I like. I know you like rings. Look at these. Look at these at rings I'm looking at. Isn't this great? Isn't you loving that? And you're here for it. No, there is like this kind of nebulous shit with social media like this, where there's a few things that like the tagging thing that in a relationship, I feel like is kind of like a, a, a step in the process almost. Yeah. Like I might not be full on. We're, we're changing our relationship status and posting it on Facebook officially or whatever. But there is definitely like a, a thing there. And I could feel dating somebody for like just a little bit and then putting me in quickly. I'm kind of being like, that would weird me out a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Because it's kind of like, oh, no, are they moving too fast? It's like the who says I love you first kind of thing almost where it's like sometimes it comes at different rates. Like what's your activity on social media to the point where like are you posting stuff all the time? And then this is just mm. one more post in the shuffle. True. Or do you never post? And then you, everyone you know is going to be like, oh, they fucking posted with this other person. Like, that must mean something. Yeah. Wow. yeah. I bet they're going to get married. Right. <laughs> the rings really give it away. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good point about post frequency. Absolutely. Yeah. This is interesting, though. Do we feel like platform would be any different? Like, what about the difference tagging yeah. somebody in a story versus like a post? Because I feel like the story is a little bit lighter. Oh yeah, that's, is that a, that's more of a temporary kind of yeah, yeah. twenty four hours to notice. Yeah, yeah, that feels less significant. So maybe that's the baby step yeah. before the the full uh, full strength post. You do kind of the light post, just a little story with y'all. You know, maybe it's just the cheeky beers like Audrey was saying, which is a little lower key. It's not necessarily like y'all smooch at each other. And right. That's on the story, because I think that that might communicate a lot, too, that you might not be trying to communicate. Uh, but I, it seems like we're consensus. Give it a little bit of time. It definitely is kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely kind of a thing. Oh. <laughs> All right, good luck with the stories. What do we got next? Any tips for getting a conversation going with my husband about his erectile dysfunction? He's always struggled with it, and I don't mind. But uh, I, let's see. He's always struggled with it, but I don't mind. We have a fantastic kinky sex anyway. But now it's getting worse, and I'm wondering if he should talk to his doctor. It's really starting to affect his confidence in the bedroom. How do I bring it up with him uh, without him thinking I'm dissatisfied? I, I think I don't know if you guys have a any sort of klaxon uh, or uh, any sort of musical intro for boner time, but I think it's time for boner time. It's boner time. Boners have <laughs> like that. There's a mental component. And uh, if you're not, if you don't think it's going to work, it's not going to work. And ED is a serious sign of uh, potentially other major health problems. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. He needs to go to the doctor. Um, yeah. But 
if you're having this kinky fun, regardless of, of his ability to, to do that particular performance aspect, go all in on that. Yeah. That's a, it's a good point about like the medical aspect of that. I feel like that's just kind of the first box you want to check off and even bringing it up it kind of frame it as like, Hey, this is like a potential health thing as opposed to like, Oh, you're not fucking performing or whatever. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. I've been missing out on that, but just like, Hey, I don't know. Maybe we've talked about this before and this could be a sign of other stuff. Maybe we get this checked out. Yeah. If we were to role play, let's say Donovan, you can't get it up for me. Oh, it's flaccid. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 it's not a problem, honey. Uh, oh, I don't mind what we have. I already enjoy. But I got this floppy sausage flapping around, getting in the way. I can't even do anything with it. It's never been in the way. We can do other things. But I'd like you to go to the doctor. What? <laughs> Examine me for having too big of a penis? I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> I got a good one for that. You just say, you know, honey, I was reading the other day that erectile dysfunction is a possible indicator of like prostate disorder. Oh I mean, my God, I'm dying. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it, circulatory stuff, diabetes. There's all kinds yeah. of different. It, it, it's the it's the uh, it's the saddest canary in the coal mine. It's just, <laughs> it's just a limp little canary, uh, but it's telling you something. And yeah, and like there are so many different meds getting pushed that your doctor will give you a free sample of something. Yeah. And then if yeah. on the rare occasion you decide it's boner time, that's where you keep the music. Yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> then you uh then you get to pop a pill and uh white old men have not controlled pharmaceuticals not to make that problem go away so sure take full advantage absolutely i'll say too like i i've experienced this and luckily it wasn't a medical thing i mean i guess anxiety is kind of a medical thing but it wasn't like a, a physical medical issue going on uh well, what Garrett was getting at too before, like there's definitely this way that this gets very cyclical where if it keeps happening every time you go in, you fucking in your head, you're like, God, I don't want this to happen Negative again. Negative feedback loop. I had a, yeah. a, a yeah. long-term, long-distance relationship and there was pressure to perform. And when you don't, then you're in your head and you're like, right. oh, what, what can I do to make this better? Yeah. And it sounds like they've found plenty of other fun stuff to do. Um, so good. Keep doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I just think getting out of that pressure mindset to the best of your ability too, and knowing like, hey, there's this other stuff we can do. This isn't a make or break situation. I think just getting kind of taking the hands off, uh, letting go of of needing the the thing or focusing so much on needing to to perform, like paradoxically, kind of makes it easier to perform. So if you rule out the medical part. I think being open with your partner about it, getting it out there. Uh, and just, you know, no one is just an anxiety thing and nothing's nothing's wrong with you, you know? Right. Fear is so the boner killer. It. Fear, is the, the fear <laughs> is the boner killer. killer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm writing that down. It's high quality. Hell yeah. I actually looked up the Dune litany of fear and tried to write something real fast, but I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't make it land. Is that what that's from? It's a Dune yeah, thing? Yeah, it's from Dune. I need to see, read. So read. There, it's the book. Uh, there's the the uh, first movie by Lynch, and then yeah. the new one's coming out. So, are the I movies good? Yeah, I liked it. All right, it's very it's visually fun. striking. Uh, I, I don't yeah. think. Yeah, I don't think Dune uh, purists loved it, but right. it was also a David Lynch movie. So tough shit. You're gonna get what he gives you. <laughs> exactly. I know there's big worms and there's spice, and yep. now I know about the mind killer is also from the dudes. Stings in the first one, so that was fun. That's true. Like the musician? Yeah. 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 It's, a tan fuck? it's a tantric film. It's yeah. also very long. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Audrey, did you just read that one? Uh, or did I read that one? I think that I read that one, yes. 
Good times. I love my magical brain. It's a good brain. I love myself for partying for three days in a row. That was a great, fantastic idea, and it will certainly have no side effects on <laughs> my, my memory or anything like that. You've done okay, it. Okay, here's what we have next. Yo! Yeah. Yo. Yo. I'm a 33-year-old non-binary solo polyamorous person. I've been polyam for a few years at this point. I started after a long-term monogamous relationship ended years back, and I wanted to try something new, and polyam has seemed to be a good fit for me. Though I still feel like I could be happy in either relationship setup. I really like the flexibility that comes with living alone and having a couple long-term partners and going on random dates. However, one thing that's been eating away at me is how precarious I feel if I think about what my future looks like. If I end up 60 years old and alone because everyone else is doing the monogamy thing, and I'm just still off by myself mostly. I get worried that I'm making a mistake by living this way, and it's scaring off anyone that I might click with who I could settle down with long term. Any advice that my anxieties are silly or that they are right would be super appreciated. And then they put three hearts where it's the three and the greater than sign. And I like that. I like that too. Um, I feel like any sort of decision you make, any decision, so you make the decision to be monogamous, there's shit you're missing out on because you're monogamous. You make the decision to be polyamorous or shit you're missing out because you're polyamorous. So like... Whatever you decide to do, there will be things that you miss because of it. And when that point. overriding fear is just the fear of being alone when you're old, welcome to the, the life we live. Because yes. nothing's guaranteed here. And uh, I, uh, knowing a significant number of poly people, um, I would say if you're not all in on poly maybe you're more ambiamorous which is the term i've seen and that's someone who believes mm -hmm. they can they could be happily partnered with one person or you know enjoying the poly lifestyle um so so don't feel like you have to put yourself into any one of those silos um because yeah maybe you maybe there is someone out there that you're happy with for your whole life and maybe there's a couple of different people and maybe you form a happy triad or you know they uh the poly community has so many different titles for all the different things. Maybe you've got a comet that comes into your life once or twice a year and you, you hook up and spend a weekend and the rest of the time you're with your other partner. Um, maybe you only hook up at dragon con. That's a thing. Some married couples do. <laughs> maybe you we're, go to we're monogamous except for at conventions, you know? It, uh, so there's everything out there. Don't feel like you have to uh, paint yourself in or label yourself. Yeah. Maybe head to Pitchfork Festival and get in a polycule with like a hundred Donovans. How's that sound? <laughs> you got a whole legion. Oops, only Donovans. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that point uh, of kind of not needing to box yourself off here. And also just focusing on like that kind of and, fear and of being alone. Having already taken the brave steps to, to be non-binary and open about it, You've you've already you know put yourself out, uh, you know in that regard. So let's you know just stay brave and you know rec someone will recognize your awesomeness or you'll figure out how to do it alone and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I was uh, once, I was once uh, talking with a customer and they were like uh, we were talking about kids, like they talked about their kids or whatever. They're like, do you have any kids? Like, no, I don't have any kids. Like, do you want to have kids? And I was like, I don't think I want to have any kids. And they go, uh, but what if you, what if you get to be old and you're like, I missed out on it. And I'm like, but what if you get to be old and you're like, I didn't get to wear a cool leather jacket for longer than I wanted. You know, like there's shit you just missed. Yeah. You're it's, just going to miss some shit. You don't get to do it all. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. And don't let FOMO uh, decide how you're going to, yeah, just be happy in what you're doing. And yeah. And just, yeah strive for that yeah it's also uh, just kind of like a process too with getting to that place where you're okay with some capacity with being alone uh and, and like we were saying it sounds like you put a lot of time in on kind of figuring out you know 
what your identity is, what you like, want your life to look like. And so you're on the right track. If you're putting the time into that, you know, uh, that's really all you can do is what I'm saying. Reach out to the community that's around you, because even if you're in a a small town like Dayton, Ohio, there's going to be a poly community. You just got to find a way to uh, maybe fall into it and, and network there. And it might be a little too small in, in certain, you know, towns, but, you know, just venture to the nearest big city and there's going to be all kinds of fun people doing stuff you might be interested in. Absolutely. In the long term, you could build uh, Luisa Diaz's poly castle that she was talking about, where she's like, we're just, I'm just going to rent a house with a bunch of my partners and we'll have like a rotating cast of people that live there. Seems pretty good. Poly castle, let's go. Love it. Into it. Hang in there, though. Uh, life's fucking scary. Those feelings do crop up. I have been there. I'm sure y'all have, too. Uh, but I've I found it's gotten a bit easier. I've found I've come to more peace with that. Uh, and I think you can, too. We believe absolutely. in you. We absolutely, absolutely do. Okay. What do we got next? Listening to the latest episode right now, number 170, and I just want to say, as a trans woman, to all my trans friends, don't fucking call people eggs, especially if they don't want you to, and also especially not to their face. It's like telling someone, I know your gender experience better than you do, and if you're trans, you probably already know how that feels. I don't do, I don't, let's see, don't do that to someone. It creates a less safe environment for people who are exploring and discovering their own gender identity. Love your show. Mwah. That was so. This is a new term to me. Uh, you know egg? After we heard that, yeah, after we heard, after we heard it last week, news to me as well. Yeah, an egg is a person who is trans and doesn't know it yet. That's an so, egg. Yeah, and so they were basically in that last question. Yeah, it was the friend putting pressure on the person. Yeah, they weren't sure where they were at. They were saying I, that they were um, dissatisfied when they looked at themselves in the mirror. Like they were like, something's not chill. Like, I don't like what I have going on in myself. And their trans friend is like, ha you're probably trans. Ha! Yeah, it was it was delivered so inarticulately and, yeah. and, and hurtfully. And obviously the egg label is again, it, it felt uh, just, yeah, not not loving like yeah. especially yeah like if this is a friend you know sometimes we're assholes to our friends but hopefully we can also call them out for that behavior yeah and, and not be i don't know it's the it's the don't ask shitty gender questions yeah. thing that has come up yeah. so much on here like even if you kind of got that feeling uh you could maybe be like this has been my experience with transitioning maybe that's something that would be good for you right yeah very fucking different than i know you're hiding it (laughs) it's so much fucking pressure sucks yeah yeah no at that point like don't you want like a a mentor a coach uh you know uh, a confidant something and and wouldn't you like to be that for someone else so don't call him a fucking name right it's the same shoving people into boxes as the fucking traditional gender binary and all that same stuff like absolutely let people figure their stuff out without uh trying to force them because it's tough and it takes a lot of time yeah egg has been a useful term in the trans community to a certain degree to discuss people that are like figuring things out about themselves but haven't quite come to the realization yet but it's good Mm -hmm. to use it in the generality is talking about eggs as opposed to an egg you know what i mean Uh, don't put all your eggs in one basket don't do that (laughs) heard about that for Uh, a long time i don't know what that would look like just a a bunch of potentially trans people chilling in a basket i guess yeah that wasn't a very good bit i don't (laughs) i heard eggs and i was like that's a thing that eggs do They're phrasing here, though, that it's like telling someone, I know your gender experience yeah. better than you do, yeah. I think is the fucking crux of this thing. Yeah. Kind of guide to maybe ask people, you know, questions and offer your own experience. But uh, again, don't be. Don't be and, shoving people in boxes. And uh, unsolicited advice is really the worst kind of advice to give. Because people don't take it. True. If you're not asking for help, if you're not asking for guidance, then you're just t- you're telling your boss and someone around. right and this person's like clearly like working through this and all of this too i'm sure they're fucking aware of this possibility and you know whatever other potential identities they might take 
it's just dumb and shitty and we don't love it do you want to hear some super egg shit that i did a few years ago tell me about them eggs so so i didn't i had no i had no concept of it i had not considered that my gender might be in flux or that i might uh my gender might not match uh the body that i was born into right and i'm watching a contrapoints video and she's talking about her experiences of how she arrived at the realization that she was transgender and i'm watching it and i'm gonna go man i wish i was trans (laughs) <laughs> which is the dumbest fucking thing you can say because that just means you it just means that you are if you wish that you were we have the technology yeah yeah, that, yeah. Can make this happen yeah you were you were so nail on the head and yet it's so far away yeah <laughs> but you got there and we're happy for you yeah i thought that was some funny shit Audrey, with with your transition, did yeah. you have any experiences like in a more positive direction? I don't know, kind of like the contrapoints that you were mentioning, but anywhere that you were like, oh, I felt like some sense of guidance or support in this process of figuring things out. Like, I guess what is a what is a good way to support a you know somebody who's questioning their gender? That's a really good question. Um, I, it's, a lot of it, I think, has to do with just personal discovering. You, like the internet has been so useful for this. Like you just get to go out into the world and look at some shit, and um, like reading about the experiences that other trans people have had lets you go, "Oh wait, no shit, that was dysphoria. That I, that's why I felt weird back then. Oh no, right. this this is why I feel this way." Um, and there's this website. I'm going to see if I can find it. Okay, it's it's called turnmeintoagirl.com. <laughs> and what it is, it's this really affirming description of like, okay, there is a button on this website that if you press it, that will turn you into a girl. Now, this is entirely a voluntary thing. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. If you feel like you want to do it, think about maybe what are the reasons why you would want to do that. And it goes down like this really affirming sort of uh, uh, path with that. And then you you shakily, you take your hand over the mouse and you shakily go over to the button and you click it. And then a little progress bar starts to fill up. And then when the progress bar gets to full, it says, okay, you're a girl. It's like, enjoy. You've, you've done it. You're a girl now. You may have always been one. And if you ever decide that you're not, you cannot be still yeah it's like it's just like anything that offers people the opportunity to sort of like change the way you identify yourself and to think like change the way that you're thinking about yourself in any given moment and seeing how that feels is big so like offering people like okay I think that if the person whose friend was like I feel weird about myself in the mirror I don't like what I see if they were like you can I do your makeup Ah, and they're like uh hmm no okay yeah fine i won't but if they're like yeah why not give it a shot and then they put the and they break down weeping at how beautiful they've become and how much more like themselves they've ever felt in their life then well you just cracked an egg right but you're not gonna you're not gonna help anybody by being like haha i know what you are i can smell it on you from a mile away it's it's like the it's like the light touch basically you're, yeah. you're kind of providing the support but you're not trying to push them in any specific mm-hmm. direction mm-hmm. i get because what you're saying too like i feel like there's an element of kind of a, a language and terminologies and just like conceptual you know for things that somebody maybe has been feeling it didn't have the words to put to it you know or maybe it's construed as something else because of like their uh, gender identity they got dealt at birth and all of that uh providing the tools rather than trying to crack the egg i guess is what i'm saying that, exactly. that seems good exactly eggs gotta crack themselves they i like that hatching rather than being <laughs> cracked. <laughs> no, good idea good idea yeah, yeah. no that's we're really gonna, we're gonna stick to this egg analogy <laughs> <laughs> i'm a fucking idiot we didn't crack you open <laughs> you got i was to, fried for a number of years i was uh smoking a lot of weed and so sure, i was a fried yeah. i was a fried egg during those times trans folks actually have an egg tooth uh, on their beak that yeah. they're able to use to break I, was, I just learned that that was a thing the other and, day and then it falls off and then it just falls off which yeah. can, 
be another. Like you can't have that. Yeah. You're going to get that done. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, thanks funny. for your follow up on that one. And uh, I guess just reiterate, let's not call people eggs. It seems very shitty. Not specifically. We can yeah. talk generally. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Eggs existing, but we're not going to. Yeah. Yeah. And of referring to yourself in the past as an egg can be very useful because then you oh, can sure. like, look at like things that you're like, oh, that was some egg shit. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the talking about your yourself as opposed to being called that. Yeah. I like and, this. And it's, yeah, I guess just the, the clear analogy is like uh, someone who's closeted and just being like, mm. well, you're in the closet right now. Right. And you wouldn't say that. So no. Yeah. I didn't even make that comparison, and that's like a, I feel like a concept and a term that most people are a little more familiar with uh, than the egg. But yeah, that's the same kind of thing. And even like thinking that, they're like, Jesus, imagine saying that to somebody. That fucking sucks. Yeah. Don't do it. No more shitty gender questions. No more shitty orientation questions. Let people do their thing. Yeah. Shitty Shitty orientation questions like... Uh, we're going to break out into groups and you're going to tell everybody <laughs> one interesting thing about you. No more shitty orientation questions. We're going to pass a ball around and when it comes to you, it's your turn. Oh my God. It's, it's just two truths and a lie. <laughs> just... <laughs> All right. We have uh, another one here that is uh, a question and comment. Can we please get quote unquote, elevate your vulva on the inside of the tote bag merch Audrey, you make me laugh. Much love. Yay! <laughs> I love that. I think maybe just an Elevate Your Volva t-shirt. Oh. It just says Elevate Your Volva on it with a little RFTB logo. I like this. I want I a like graphic. This. I want a graphic attached. Okay. But like a smart... What I if just like a George... It's like a Georgia O'Keeffe painting, sure. but it yeah. says Elevate Your Volva over it? Uh-huh. You can have a vulva with wings soaring through the air. <laughs> Elevate your vulva. Winged vulva, very strong, very strong. It's just, it's, it's, uh, it's a vulva on a motorcycle going through, uh, on a ramp through a flaming ring. Fuck uh, yes. Yeah, it's, you know. Incredibly elevated. Extreme yeah. elevation. <laughs> That's fucking great. Uh, I am so glad that you read that one because I wanted to make you read the part where they said that I make them laugh. I want this. Yeah. We love when people send nice comments and it, yeah. it makes us very happy. Yeah. Highlight and of this, my week. And when they uh, don't call us by the names of the hosts of YKS, we also love that. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's always great. <laughs> I'm going to remain ignorant about YKS. Your Kickstarter sucks. Have you heard of this show? No, not at all. It's- Great, oh. little, great little oh, okay. program. Okay, yeah. But you're you've been confused for them just because you both have yeah. acronyms. So the it, the first thing that happened is that somebody wrote in, and I think that they thought the hosts of the show were Donovan and our guest, oh. like one of one of JF's followers, like somebody who came in from their program. Yeah, thought this was a new show they were doing. Gotcha. And then it proceeded to spiral completely out of control with people <laughs> writing into JF or like th- there was one week where they did the guests from the past week and the guests from the week before that as the host. Like, <laughs> huh. I mean, crossovers are nice if we can plan them. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Very funny stuff. I appreciate the trolling a little bit. I also appreciate when people <laughs> get it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, you're fucking with us. Game. We get that. Yeah. yeah. Good shit. Good shit. We're having fun over here. Oh, hosts of the show, Hillary and Bill Clinton. I have come to you with a relationship <laughs> quandary. Oh, no. I have to be Hillary. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. I have to fly on the Epstein plane. Oh, God. Oh. I hate I'm, this fiction we've created. They're the fucking worst. I should have picked somebody better. Sonny and Cher. I don't like, actually know what the fuck Sonny looks see, like. Do you want to see my... Cool. Sonny had a mustache. So, oh, let's know. fucking go. It works. Yeah. Are you ready for my Cher impression? Let's hear it. Oh. It's good. No. <laughs> it nails it and it's brief. <laughs> Spot on. Uh, me and Daddy have been playing uh, video games again lately. We're playing Warframe. If anybody wants to play Warframe with us, we're on PS4. Hit us up. We're going to play Warframe with you. But 
uh, our bit of late has just been going, Will, in the fucking Reagan voice. Will? 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 And then the best part, we shorten it. We'll go like, whip. <laughs> like very I don't good. have time for well. I don't have yeah. time for it. You got to keep like, playing Warframe. Whip. Ronald yeah. Reagan, but he's whip. in a passing taxi. Whip. Whip. <laughs> like we'll be, we'll be in a fight and one of us will die and the other one will be like, Will? It's really great. Oh, we got another comment one in here. Yeah, I'm gonna read it because it's my turn. I remembered this time. Look at me. Are you ready for this? This There's a lot of exclamation points, so I have to really sell it. Let's go. Ah! (laughs) The new new logo made me so happy to see. I literally said (laughs) "fuck yeah" to myself when it popped up in my feed. Let's fucking go. Yeah, big shouts to uh, Herschel Nardini for doing the uh, uh, the new artwork update on an old classic. Uh, much to my specifications. He was like, so what do you, you want to have? I'm like, I don't know, just like me with like, I don't know, maybe like a little eye makeup and like, it's like a, like a modest bust. How about that? Let's just get some like, some like respectable breasticles. Yeah. Nothing, nothing out of control. Just something, you know. Something you can really sink your teeth into. No big deal. <laughs> no, yeah, it shouts out to Herschel, uh, who is who has made updates to our logo and was able to like make some different edits to it, uh, so we can get it how Audrey liked to. Yeah. fantastic, fantastic person. Big stuff. We gotta get him on again. We gotta get Herschel back here. Good dude. Uh, somebody else that we gotta thank before we get out of here is Garrett. We gotta give one of these. Hey. Happy to be here. Uh, you want to hit people with the with the plugs one more again? One last plug. Uh, October first, the Dayton Black Box Improv Theater will be opening up for shows on weekends, and ultimately Wednesday to Sunday. We're still figuring out some details, uh, needing to get all that going. Uh, we also offer classes if you're anywhere around Dayton and would like to take an improv class because a lot of us forgot how to talk to other people during the pandemic <laughs> that's my sales pitch uh but also just support your local theaters there are a lot of artists coming back out uh having had to get through some lean times and uh they need our support so let's all go out and do that uh, in a vaccinated and safe caring fashion big hell yeah we will uh we'll put a link uh in the description too do y'all have a a website or like a schedule anybody can find we do uh uh DaytonBlackBoxImprov.com. Awesome. Sweet ass. We'll get that link in the description. Uh, we also have to shout out our uh, $10 a month Patreon listeners. $5 a month gets you a bonus episode, but $10 a month gets you a shout out for people like Daddy Dylan. For people like Spreadable Fruit. For people like Barb. Well, for people like my dad. <laughs> And from episode 105, uh, the Yellow Rose of Toteland, Ryan, Rich Homie, Click Clack. Bow! Head on over, patreon.com slash rftb. This week on the Patreon is going to feature some young Audrey stories, because Garrett's yeah. going to stick around and tell us. We're reminisce some... on some Ren Fair adventures. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Get in <laughs> on it. Uh, I get, was, was one more thing I got to do? Oh, music. Uh, I did the intro song. It's available at soundcloud.com slash RFTB. And you did uh, the boner time music, which. Uh, <laughs> oh, now it has to be a song. I was just going to drop the fucking iPhone sproing sound. <laughs> but no, uh, now I have to write a track out of it. <laughs> can I be vocals? Can I just say boner time? Yeah, let's get boner a real clean time. drop of that so that I can. Okay, let me uh, let me stiffen up here. Boner time. Okay, boner that's time. The, that sets the tone. That sets boner the tone time. I love it. Sweet ass. Okay, outro music. Stephanie, by the hey fellows. Three words you can find them on Spotify or on Instagram. Instagram.com slash the hey fellows. I love you. Thanks. Bye. Okay then. <laughs>